0: Spiritually awakened people are meant to do is they're meant to fulfill a purpose. They're set out to fulfill a certain divine task It's like you can't fulfill that divine task if you're constantly getting Pulled back into the way everybody else lives So it's almost like you have to make a choice. Do you want to take the blue pill? Do you want to take the red pill? right
1: This is Eric Chen, and you are listening to the Starlight Healing Podcast, the show that brings together people who are on their spiritual journeys. I hope you find a piece of yourself in me and my guest, and your heart can be throughzined by what we share. In today's podcast, we welcome Mark Salazar. Mark is an entrepreneur and founder of the Conscious Journey LLC. And he's the host of the Narrow Path Podcast, where he educates his audience on matters regarding purpose, spirituality, self-mastery, business, freedom, and wealth creation. Welcome, Mark. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's jump right in. So what first sparked your interest in spirituality? What happened? Well,
0: in regards to spirituality for me personally it was definitely an evolution and it wasn't something that kind of just came to me all at once it was more so a constant realization as i progressed in life and i to, to give more context to this i think i should um give some background as to who I am. Yeah. Um, um I was born in the Philippines. I moved here in the US when I was six years old. I moved out of my parents' home when I was nineteen and during this time I was in I was in college. I was working a part-time job at Starbucks and I was trying to balance living on my own, paying for a car and also having to go to school, which was insanely rough on my on my mental. It took a lot of mental bandwidth to keep up with all of that. And I found myself at the crossroads when I was actually um gonna drop out <laughs> from from college and I felt like I got disowned by my parents and I believe that was the first step in my journey towards spirituality when I decided for myself that, okay, I'm going to move out of my parents' house, create something for myself, and then I'm going to make my own choices by dropping out of college. For me, that was the first catalyst, and I say this because growing up, I was kind of indoctrinated into this ready-made program, this path for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, something that my parents cultivated around their experiences of, you know, fear, money problems, losing our house in the 08 crash. They had this path laid out for me and I felt like that wasn't my path. And so, as soon as I dropped out of college, I started getting into self-development and what ended up happening is that at first, I didn't really care too much about the spiritual practices. More so, I cared about how can I improve my quality of living? It started with working out, if I'm going to be real with you. that's That was my first form of meditation, mm-hmm. was going to the gym and pumping iron. For me, that was my way to let go of all the fear the anxiousness the stress uh constant day-to-day living whatever problems i was dealing with i took it to the gym and the background behind me working out it started as uh me just wanting to improve my health me wanting to look better feel better but over time i noticed that as i progressed in my workouts, my self-development journey, I came to the realization that no matter how buff you get, no matter how good you look, it's not enough, right? I feel like this starts with all men as, you know, we, we, yeah. we kind of find that one thing, right, Eric? We find that one yeah. thing and we're just like, okay, let's let's go do it, let's go um, get as good as we can. And then we get as good as we can and it's like, well this isn't really making me that happy or as happy Mm -hmm. as I thought I I would be. And so that was me when I started working out and I wanted to search for more. I needed more in my life. And that's when I started really getting into spirituality.
1: And uh, how old were you back then?
0: See, So. so moved out. I would say as soon as I started getting better with my lifts and finding spirituality, that was when i turned 21. so two years after um i had moved out
1: yeah that's the same as me oh yeah yeah okay so you moved out at 19 and did you go find a job somewhere or what happened and, you know other than working out and um, realizing that wasn't enough during the during this time period
0: i was working at starbucks and when i dropped out of college i decided to take on working full-time for starbucks as a barista and before i turned 21 i was actually at this i had already planned it for myself that i was going to be a bartender i don't know why (laughs) don't ask me (laughs) i always always thought it was so cool (laughs) to be flipping drinks and you know talking to a whole bunch of people um so That's kind of how I got into Starbucks and as I progressed towards turning 21 I got myself in the restaurant industry I started working two jobs one in the restaurant industry one at Starbucks and then you know as I kept uh, progressing I decided to just fully immerse myself in the restaurant industry as a waiter and you know working two different restaurant jobs just to pay for my car to pay for my rent, to pay for all of my bills, because that's kind of what it takes here in California. Um, And until I turned 21, that's when I finally got myself in the
1: bartending position. As soon as I turned 21. Another question I have for you, how have your beliefs and practices changed over time along your journey?
0: In regards to my beliefs, I would say when I first got into spirituality, I was kind of open, open open-ended. It was more, eastern spirituality if that makes sense yeah um you know kind of finding our own um inner power our inner being just kind of exploring within that realm that's how i started and i would say it got really deep when i started to (laughs) go on trips taking psychedelics removing myself from um the same old thought patterns that i would live life um going through and that's when i really delved into meditation um, different forms of like how to cultivate your energy right masculine and feminine energy how to harness sexual energy Mm -hmm and those were my beginning practices my beginning beliefs um and they've changed over time because now coming from eastern uh, eastern um what's it called eastern uh spiritual practices i've transitioned over to more western more um in a sense christian yeah. um, beliefs and practices and i this this transition happened because for me personally um, with eastern um, uh, spirituality it's very open-ended and you can pretty much go as far as you want to but with like western and christianity and the holy bible it's like very grounded very based you have a basic set of rules the ten commandments that you're supposed to abide by right You're, you're pretty much told in the holy bible you're pretty much dirt right yeah and in eastern spirituality you're like your your inner god right your inner being Mm -hmm. and with christianity in the holy bible you're dirt you got to go build brother (laughs) so for me the holy bible and christianity which is what i practice now being Mm -hmm. a follower of christ it gave me a more base foundation to build upon what i've kind of learned from eastern spirituality and it's allowed me to pretty much go further into the path that I'm currently on, which is yeah. entrepreneurship and tying spirituality and the experiences that I've learned over time into that. Now, were you raised religious?
1: What was your background growing up?
0: That's a great question. I actually was kind of forced into a religion. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Iglesia Ni Cristo, mm-hmm. which is basically just the Filipino church of Christ
1: okay how does Uh, that affect you
0: for me personally like i was not ready for it (laughs) Mm, Uh, the only the only reason i had to kind of partake was uh growing up my parents weren't able to take care of me and my brothers all at the same time they obviously had to work full time Mm -hmm. so during the weekdays i would stay with my auntie and my auntie and her family were very heavy into the religion Um, and they kind of saw fit to kind of just take me in to that religion, even though it's like, I I really had no say, uh, even though I didn't want to go, even though I didn't really believe, I still had to learn. I still had to get baptized in the religion and I had to, you know, go to church twice a week. Um, and that was when I was in middle school up until high school and It really shifted my perspective when I graduated and I moved out that my auntie who was in that religion, they actually had a, they had some sort of um, disagreement within the church. They found out some really corrupt things and they ended up getting excommunicated when they tried to shed that into light. How did that affect you? Yeah, that made me look at certain religions, uh, in a different light, it kind of opened Mm -hmm. my eyes to like, okay, like I knew all along that it never resonated with me, even though I didn't know what it was. Like I knew that it wasn't me. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm very careful when I say like, oh, I'm practicing a religion. Whereas, um, no, it's really, it's just my, my spirituality, right? I'm not practicing uh, a religion is more so like a basic like rules and like oh you need to do this and you need to do that whereas spirituality is like that's like what you believe like that is
1: you seeking on your own yeah pretty much what's the first spiritual book that you read that was inspiring
0: (laughs) so it was the uh way of the superior man by the way of the superior man okay and um it sounds really cliche right (laughs) but this book it not only goes into masculine and feminine energies but it goes into deeper teachings about our masculine essence that i wish would get taught to us when we were younger Um, it really helped me to understand okay this is why i feel this way as a man yeah as as men we need purpose right Mm -hmm. we need we need a reason for living We need a mission and if we don't have this mission we're kind of just aimlessly going about life and we have no direction yeah i never i didn't know that before i read this book and as soon as i read it it was like that makes so much sense (laughs) like growing up we're kind of k through 12 we're tossed in the system right we're led down this path and we have a direction but it wasn't our direction it transitions into college. You Mm -hmm. have to go get a degree. We still have that direction, but what happens if you leave, what happens if you try to carve your own direction? Well, you have no clarity. You don't have a single idea of where you're going. And that's where having a mission, having a purpose, having a, to tie this in, having someone or something divine to look to because as humans, we're flawed. Yeah. We, we can't, rely on each other and our own intuition that's why it's important to have a relationship with god something that i go over in you know my videos and my yes. podcasts with my audience i tell them all the time that cultivating this relationship with god creator the universe uh, whatever you guys want to refer to divinity as it helps guide us in the path that we're on because now we have divinity to look to in terms of guidance we don't have to just rely on
1: our lack of knowledge i have two questions so first of all what do you mean when you say god obviously we kind of are referring to different things if you're talking about religion and spirituality Mm -hmm. or the same thing depending on your perspective but first of all what's your definition or experience of god and how do you cultivate your relationship with god as a practice in your daily life yeah
0: great question eric my definition of god is to be quite uh just simple with it infinite intelligence right the creator of this whole universe is what i would put into terms of god but it's Mm -hmm. like i alone cannot even define god because if i were to define god i would be putting him in a box right and god is limitless he doesn't have any boundaries he's All knowing all loving all just um and he lives through all of us and he's out there everywhere that's kind of the simplest definition that i can put in for god yeah yeah i don't believe that he belongs to any one religion or you know what i mean like he's kind of um and i refer to god as he as uh divine masculine but um, there's no gender for God, obviously. Um yeah, there there's really just no um right or wrong definition for God as long as yeah, you know, you kind of have that relationship with with the creator, you kind of yeah. to start to understand like I can't really define you. <laughs> yeah. You're just you're just you just are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's my experience as well.
1: Yeah. So how do you practice integrating that? into your daily life cultivating that connection with god prayer is prayer. the
0: number one thing that allows me to integrate that uh, aspect into my life um and this isn't just like uh you know like i'm i'm, I'm saying the same old monot- you know monotonous things every day um it's more so me taking the time to really connect with god like tell him about what's been going on, what I plan on doing, what's troubling me, what's worrying me, what am I, you know, what am I dealing with at the current time period of my life? And it wasn't like that before, but as, as I started to educate myself on the truth and reading the Holy Bible, it's come to the point where I almost, just allow i I allow god to just work and speak through me and it's it's really it it could be very um (laughs) this can go over a lot of people's heads so i want to kind of reiterate this as humans and to give more context this as humans we all have egos we all have this identity construct that dictates um, how we should act how we should feel um, based on our experiences other people's experiences that have been posed on us right what we think our strengths and weaknesses are and uh, it's all tied to our name as well what we think we are and as humans we also all have a soul and this soul is what is tied to god so you can either choose to operate your day-to-day life operating from the you know the command of your ego or you can allow god to work through you and let your soul take the steering wheel and the difference between these two is well our ego always has thoughts and different beliefs that are shouting in our head day in day out whereas the soul doesn't have any of that it just is there's no um there's no worrying there's no anxiety there's no thoughts that aren't yours um, there's no fear you just are in that moment and for me whenever i integrate god into my life it's really a matter of well how do i want to operate in this life what level of consciousness do i want to operate from do i want to operate from my lower levels of consciousness which is basic survival instincts like what the ego is hardwired to operate from or do i want to operate from my soul which is more higher levels of consciousness going along the lines of love enlightenment and joy
1: what are your top three teachers
0: or books if i were to name the top three um I would go based off of the first one being jesus christ the second one um i would say the one that's influenced me the most right now is actually jeremy griffin yeah Um, the third one i would say it's uh uh, another man that has a channel but his name is david hammond he has his own channel which is called the self-developed the self-developed army and Yeah, those are the three teachers that I would just right off the bat in terms of spirituality that have impacted my life and allowed me to pretty much cultivate what
1: I have now. Have you had any uh, significant spiritual experiences that have uh, transformed your understanding of the world and understanding of yourself? The most
0: recent shroom trip that I went on has definitely opened my eyes to the possibilities of um what really this life has to offer and i say this because i went on this uh, hike i took my girlfriend as well and it was um it wasn't anything crazy we just took some shrooms and um there was this beach and this uh cliff that we're over that was overlooking the water and when i was you know under the uh um, the trip i was looking at the water and kind of looking into the heavens and i started seeing geometrical patterns uh within the heavens yeah and i also as i looked at the water i would see just like in it like almost an infinite view of the water and like i said it's nothing crazy but it started really opening my mind up to how this life works time dissipated right because time technically doesn't even exist i started feeling an infinite amount of love radiating from within myself and on other hikers i i started seeing resemblances of um, Adam and Eve, my girlfriend even saw that as well, like the masculine and feminine energies. I started getting really in tune with my, my ancestry. Every walk and step that I took on that hike, I felt as though my ancestors were also taking that step with me. I felt very connected to nature. As I looked at the trees and as I touched the trees, it was like they were welcoming me making sure that I am a part of them, or one of them, rather. And when I finished the hike, I had to take my girlfriend back to the car uh, halfway in the hike, and I actually ended up going on the hike by myself, and it was about an hour and a half. I finished the hike by myself, and when I got to the end, the biggest realization that came to me was that (laughs) we have all the time in the world to fulfill whatever it is that we have to fulfill on earth whatever that is for each Mm -hmm. individual's souls right yeah before i took it it was like i always felt rushed i always felt like i needed to go like i needed to make it happen but then when i took the time to just stare at the water to just stare into the infinite unknown i felt again that overwhelming feeling of love and having all the time in the world not needing to be rushed just being
1: you've talked about uh, having a sense of purpose and mission what does that mean for you
0: in regards to my mission and purpose i've this is something that i've had to pretty much clarify as i've gone on this journey Um, i believe i've been making youtube videos for going on about to be three years now and At first i didn't know what it was i just knew i wanted to spread positivity i just wanted to carve a different path for similar um, beings like myself and as i've gotten older and lived life and continued on the spiritual path it's been made more clear to me by god that my sole purpose on this earth is to guide the chosen ones to live and experience life as a highly spiritual and conscious being and with the experiences that i've gathered and the knowledge that i've taken the time to seek out it's my duty to bring this information this knowledge and this guidance towards others that are like me like the chosen ones the ones that are set apart from their families, the ones that can't fit in, the (laughs) ones that have social anxiety, but they still have to perform, um, the ones that don't know what their place in the system or the matrix is, the ones that have a vision, but don't know how to bring that vision into reality. I believe it is my purpose to guide those individuals.
1: That's beautiful. Thank you. And how do you make sense of awakening at an early age when you look around you and then I'd say most people that are our age, you know, are still, I don't want to say deep in the matrix, but um, perhaps we can use the word unaware.
0: It definitely has its pros and cons. And um, I believe it was meant to be. That's the first thing. It's kind of something we just have to accept. I knew from a young age, I was different. The reason I felt this way is because, I mean, when you move to the States and your first language is in English and... You know you're thrown into the school system and you have to socialize with their kids it's like but you don't know how to because <laughs> you don't know how to communicate it's like you're kind of already on a different wavelength right <laughs> yeah these you know what i'm saying it's like for the ones that wake up early in their journey i would guess that a lot of these people and these kids were the ones that never fit in with their group their societal group and the reason being is because not because of your circumstances because of your energy the way you see the world is just completely different like for example the unaware right the ones that were unaware that i grew up with they were always deep in the social media matrix and they were always worried about Um, What to post on social media, and I'm I'm speaking like from middle school to high school. By the way, they were always worried about these, you know, these different things that was like that that were like that didn't matter to me, right? I was more worried about like what is the truth of life, (laughs) type (laughs) type (laughs) deals. Like I'm over here, like really asking myself questions that can't be answered by the ones around me, and I believe that's the curse of the um the fact that if you're going to awaken early it's like you're kind of just go around this this rabbit hole about what is truth what is the meaning of life but the ones around you are just so caught up in living their life that they don't zoom out far enough to understand and look at all of the different ways that we're all connected.
1: What has changed in your relationship with friends and family since your awakening?
0: It's definitely not been easy. Um, and that's why I kind of, in in my last statement, I, I um, prefaced how it's kind of like you, you don't fit in. That That's really just how it is. Like you don't fit in with anybody. The relationship that I've had with family, old friends, they've just fallen apart completely. Not for the reason of like, I am uh, like I don't want to make friends or I don't want to have family. It's really not that. It's more so we can't agree on things. And in order for the ones that are spiritually awakened to continue serving their mission, their purpose, because that's what I believe that spiritually awakened people are meant to do is they're meant to fulfill a purpose they're set out to fulfill a certain divine task it's like you can't fulfill that divine task if you're constantly getting pulled back into the the way everybody else lives so it's almost like you have to make a choice do you want to take the blue pill do you want to take the red pill right but if you go down this rabbit hole even further and you understand exactly what your purpose is then you'll it's not even a question which one you should take and the cost to that is just having to be separated from a lot of these people it's it's a lonely journey eric and i'm I'm sure you can Mm -hmm. you know you you can kind of relate to this it's a very lonely journey there's not a lot of us out there but we're
1: out there yeah
0: we found each other here (laughs) yeah
1: exactly yeah so speaking of loneliness how do you experience the loneliness and how do you deal with loneliness in your life and how has that progressed throughout your journey
0: yeah at first it was something that I definitely had to get used to um I believe that as I was growing up I've always been independent um I've always been the type to do my own thing and this kind of from childhood i was always doing mischievous things like sneaking out at night and mm-hmm. um I, I wouldn't have my parents pick me up from school like i would always walk to and from school even though it was like an hour away um i would always be out late at night and this translated into my adult life where at first it was like i'm independent and i want to do my own thing but now it's like okay well you're kind of cutting off your spiritual ties to a whole lot of people because you can't afford to be influenced by certain lower levels of thinking. And so it's kind of like going deeper. Like at first you were physically alone, now you're spiritually and energetically alone, Mm -hmm. right? So that type of loneliness is deep and it'll cut through any form of I would say it would you you would feel that on a very energetic level in the way you um, the way you move in life and uh, right now I have a I have a girlfriend and at first it was hard for me to juggle being independent and having to do my own thing with building this relationship that I have with her I was at a point in my life where I was going monk mode which is No social media, no caffeine, no alcohol, no weed, no drugs, no sex, nothing. Just full on focus and do what you need to do. I did this for, I wanna say two months. And during this two month period, I would cut off my connection with my girlfriend. And right around this time, she was the only person that I was talking to. Like I have a very small social circle. I don't have many people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis. If anything, it's just one or two people, yeah. if any, <laughs> during that day. So during this time, I would cut off my connection of speaking, even on the phone, texting, calling for a week, two weeks. And this allowed me to just spend more time with god because when you're alone you're not truly alone you're alone with god yeah you're alone with the universe and most people would actually be afraid of being by themselves because what happens when you're by yourself well your your thoughts start to come up right the thoughts that are yours the ego tries to make sense of why you're alone as you know social beings it's kind of terrifying to be alone because the way we you know evolved over time from our ancestors to now is we you know to be alone out of the pack was synonymous with death so whenever alone it feels like you know we're about to die I purposely took myself on a hike by myself it was like a three hour drive away and I just spent time with God and what that allowed me to do was it gave me so much clarity in terms of the mission in terms of the path in terms of the content that i was to make in terms of how i was going to um, supplement my life how i was going to impact the lives of other people all of these ideas came from being alone most people when they focus on when they're alone they focus on the the fear aspect the lower levels of thinking but we all have this ability to transcend that to move beyond just lower levels of thinking and tuning into again infinite intelligence because that source of the source of ideas that we can gain from infinite intelligence is it's limitless and that's what i've uh Obtained in regards to dealing with loneliness. Like it was at first, it was like a scary thing, um, relationship problems, personal problems, you know, all these different things coming up. But when you can get past that, that's where the magic lies in.
1: Yeah, I really resonate with you on that, Mark, because I have been basically having zero social life for about a month or two now. And um, there is really a deep sense of a deep sense of connection that you can develop with God uh, in loneliness. It's not really as scary as what ego would make if you were to stay alone. There's actually a sense of, you know, there's actually a deeper sense of connection with God that automatically sort of surfaces. And so for those of you guys who are feeling you're lonely on the journey, Mark and I have shared our perspective on it. My suggestion would just to be go into the depth of loneliness and see if it's actually true to those who are on their journey and that are feeling they're alone and feeling that, you know, they need more connections in in their life. Mark, what advice would you give them?
0: One word. Surrender.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful, brother. That's beautiful. Mark, what was the most challenging period that you went through after your awakening?
0: The most challenging thing that I went through after my awakening? Hands down was having to deal with all of these downloads and how to integrate them into my being because when you Get downloads from God and you're You know, you're kind of given a vision of how you're meant to live this life but it goes against what you thought you were supposed to live your life as and What goes against how others perceive you? It's like now you're really going against the grain Yeah Really, having to speak my truth was the biggest aspect for me. And I say this because when I came to the US, I was socially awkward. Eric, I was that kid in middle school who had nobody to sit at lunch with. I, you know, I instead, when it came lunchtime, dude, I would just go to my next classroom and sit next to the door. I had nobody to talk to. And that was me growing up as a young adult, as a, you know, as a child. And, as I progressed in life and I started making friends, it was like, okay, now I kind of felt that bond, but now that I'm in my young adult life and I'm spiritually awakened, and I believe that I still have more evolutions to go through, but at this stage currently, it's like I had to remove that comfortability that I felt of being connected to certain people because I realized that the mission and the purpose that I have to fulfill will not be fulfilled if i continue to just stay comfortable if i continue to live life how i think i should instead of living life how god wants me to how god designed me to and so that was the hardest part really integrating that into my life speaking my truth not being afraid to be who i am and also putting the message out to others but not coming from a place of my ego but coming from a place of love and from just allowing god to speak and work through me
1: how oh, has starting a channel influenced you in your journey
0: it's allowed me to really get uncomfortable when i first started of course we're all awkward it's like yeah you turn on the record button it's like all right well <laughs> hey everyone <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just start thinking about like how people are gonna think about you while you're on camera Yeah. And it doesn't allow for you to be who you are. And as I've done that going on three years now, it's gotten to the point where now whenever I turn on the camera and I'm going to speak, it's almost as if I'm speaking to the rest of the world and I can just be who I am. I don't need to try to be someone I'm not. And it took a lot of work, a lot of healing, a lot of shadow work, a lot of going outside of my ego to get to this point. But... The biggest recommendation that I can have for young entrepreneurs, especially um, spiritually awakened individuals that have a purpose, is to build something for yourself. Build a personal brand. Put your message out there and always believe in what you are and what you do because if you can cultivate that for yourself, then that's when you can use content creation or um, building a channel as a vehicle for fulfilling your purpose kind of what jesus and noah did right jesus he just went on a whole bunch of sermons healed people and got a following and ha- spread his message noah he built a boat to bring in certain animals certain you know certain people in that listened to him about uh, an impending doom they all had vehicles to get them there right whatever your boat is build it and use it and that's what how i see uh, my channel as just
1: a boat yeah so we're at the end of our podcast is there anything that you would like to share about your spiritual journey that we haven't touched on i would
0: say in regards to the spiritual journey (laughs) uh, don't get too attached to how you are now um When you're on this path you pretty much understand that it's an ever evolving journey and there's no set destination for the spiritual journey that's why it's called the journey and you really just have to take the time to appreciate what you have in life because i mean if you look back five years ago look how far you've gotten now it's so easy for us to get caught in the day-to-day Um, Doing what we need to do every single day, every single week, every single month to go after what we want. But it's really hard for us to appreciate what we've, what we already have, which is the breath in our lungs, right? The life that we have, you know, the food, the clothes, the shelter. Um, And the only reason I can speak about these certain things is because I've been put in certain positions in my life where um, I've almost had my life taken from me. I've gone hungry multiple times, um, especially coming from the Philippines. Um, (laughs) Housing has been taken away. I've almost gone homeless multiple times, living on my own. So for me, it's really natural for me to appreciate what I have that is pretty much what we should all have right but it takes a point in your life where that gets taken away from you that you're like oh well (laughs) really nice to have that right now right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know that's why I believe I was given this mission is because I was blessed with these experiences and yes they're all blessings because they allowed to they allowed me to be who I am now and to have the message that I have and really that's the one thing that I would share uh, with you guys that is crucial to the spiritual journey just appreciate what you have and be in the present moment as much as you can thank you very much Mark
1: I appreciate you coming on to the podcast
0: thank you for having me brother
1: it's been all the best (laughs) peace and love yes sir peace and love